This is All India Radio. Life must go on. All India Radio, in collaboration with Vigyan Prasar, presents Science Serial, Life Must Go On, based on understanding and managing sustainable development. Let's listen to episode number 46, titled Sustainable Development and Buildings Construction. Good morning, Good morning, Good morning students. Sit down, everyone. I will circulate the attendance sheet. So please mark your own presence. <laughs> huh? Well, I know some of you mark proxy for your friends, but I don't want that here. If you don't like my lectures, there's no need to attend them. But I sincerely hate dishonesty. So, you let me know. I will mark the attendance permanently. No, no ma'am. Ma'am, I like you. Okay, can we start for the day? Yes, yes ma'am. Fine. Today we are going to discuss about various construction materials. First of all, tell me what do you mean by development and why do we aim at it? Ma'am, ma'am, development is demolishing old structures and constructing new ones. <laughs> Silence! He is partly correct. So why should you all laugh? Uh, Samir, do you want to say something? Ma'am, uh, developing the area to cater to the requirements, ma'am. Okay, yeah. Good, Samir. You're all thinking on correct lines now. So, basically it all starts with demand for more and more houses due to increasing population. We have limited land, so we cannot grow horizontally. At the same time, we need houses. So we started building high-rise structures. When we build bigger structures, we need expertise in all fields, right from planning till the actual usage. But you know, there is a limit to everything. So we can't just go on adding floors, nor can we just go on adding buildings. The cities must be left with some breathing spaces. Breathing spaces? Ma'am, how do cities breathe? I mean, I am known living things breathe, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Students, in fact, I want all of you to ask me questions today. I want to make it an interactive session. Nothing wrong in what Rahman said. You see... I quoted breathing spaces for the cities. So, can all of you think of a city with back-to-back -back constructions, with no yards, no gardens and no open spaces? No, no ma'am. Ma yes, gardens, playgrounds, open spaces are the breathing spaces for the city. We grow, we construct many structures, but we have to follow the rules of the local governing body. Chinmay, do you know who's the local governing body? Yes, ma'am, I do. 
फॉर अ स्मॉल टाउन इट इज द ग्राम पंचायत नगर परिषद एंड बिगर सिटीज हैव म्यूनिसिपल कॉर्पोरेशन द टाउन प्लानिंग डिपार्टमेंट गवर्नस द कंस्ट्रक्शन पैटर्न इन द एरिया करेक्ट एंड द लोकल गवर्निंग बॉडी सेट्स आउट अ डेवलपमेंट प्लान outlining the necessities like roads hospitals fire stations gardens police stations sports complexes landfill sites and bridges etc along with it it also decides the construction that can be allowed for the town you know in bigger cities like mumbai we need high rise structures that have many floors to accommodate the ever growing demand for houses but we can't just go on constructing so we should all know where we have to stop so that's why we need development which should be sustainable but ma'am uh, it's a bit confusing when you say we need to develop but to a limit why when we can add buildings maybe we add more floors and we can solve the problem oh yeah darling let me give you a very simple example ashwarya i remember you had nice long hair didn't you yes ma'am so you got them cut to half the length right yes ma'am and should i ask you why it was very heavy and i developed a neck problem most important was maintenance ma'am exactly maintenance it means you couldn't sustain the growth of your hair yes ma'am though they looked beautiful on you but they created many problems for you ashwarya on the same lines when you look at the cities you can see many towers coming up it is not only the construction but we also need to provide for the basic necessities like water drainage and sanitation and above all an effective disaster management system there should be proper approach for roads such that traffic moves around smoothly the garbage management it is yet another menace it only means students there are many systems that go hand in hand they are essential for the smooth functioning of city's life oh no ma'am uh, we want to listen to you we like it when you're telling us all these important matters ma'am ma'am the class time is too short oh is it <laughs> yes ma'am yes, what about ma others no more ma'am and ma'am moreover mm -hmm. today we didn't even talk about the materials at all so What should we all do now, ma'am? Hmm? Tomorrow our college gets over very early. Okay. If you can spare some time for us, we can all meet. Is it okay with everyone? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma yes. Okay then. Let's meet tomorrow. But we all will not meet in the classroom. Then? We shall meet on the terrace. I will seek permission from the principal. as the classrooms may be occupied yes wow what a view ashura come come can you see the golf club there yeah it's green <laughs> i love greenery but see this side all buildings they're almost touching each other my god how do people live there 
Thank God I stay in a bungalow. <laughs> you see, Ashwara, everyone can't be lucky. <laughs> True, I agree. So, did everyone like the venue? <laughs> yes, yes, ma'am. Ma yes, ma'am. Amazing. But it looks like you have forgotten your objective to meet here. No, ma'am. We want to hear from you about various aspects of development and also the role of construction materials in development. Good. So what did we discuss yesterday? Ma'am, uh, you told us about development also has limitations and that uh, without control, we cannot go on just constructing anything. Correct, Samir. But ma'am, if we plan a city properly, mm -hmm. restrict the construction, decide on the support systems, what is wrong in development? Nothing. You mean, can we go on and on then? Anand, tell me one thing. What do you like to eat the most? Uh, ice cream, ma'am. <laughs> Good. And how many ice creams can you eat? Uh, let's say you starve the whole day and eat only ice creams in the evening. <laughs> uh, ma'am, uh, four ice creams maybe. Why? Because you planned for it? You starved the whole day. Then you should be able to eat on and on. But ma'am, his stomach capacity will not permit him. Exactly. That's what I wanted to point. So even if you planned for it, you still had to stop, right? Mm, right ma'am, right. You have answered the question, Anand. The cities cannot grow limitless. There'll be a burden on the infrastructure then. But ma'am... Is it only the infrastructure? No, Chinmay. It also affects the environment to a large extent. The trees have to be cut to raise the buildings. The flora and fauna of the area get affected. Yes, ma'am. So many birds and animals get displaced with constructions. Only rodents who are just destroyers flourish due to the rising menace of garbage. True. Uh, and so many health issues are also created. Right. But ma'am, what about the materials? Yes, yes, Chinmay. I'm coming to that. You see, in olden days, the commonly used materials were stone and wood for the simple reason that they were in abundance. Stone has proved to be the most durable material. We can see many of our heritage structures, which are hundreds of years old, built with stones. Absolutely, ma'am. I recently visited Sanchi, the stupa at Sanchi, mm -hmm. built by Samrat Ashok in the 3rd century, okay. which is the oldest stone structure in India. It's amazing. It's huge. And it still looks as if it was built yesterday. Yes. It is the oldest structure built by Samrat Ashoka in 3rd BC. And not only that, there are some even older structures in the world built with stones. Even after hundreds of years, they are still intact. Wow, that's so interesting, ma'am. Of course. And these structures were very much suitable and they adjusted the temperatures. They kept the ventilation cool. But we could not be using the stone due to its scarcity. And finally, there was need to find alternates. Ma'am, mud houses must have been the first alternative, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Stone caves were first houses. Then came the mud houses. And after that were the wooden houses. Oh. But both of them had their limitations. Then 
Finally, the mud bricks came in. We still see the bricks made with soil at some places, don't we? Ma'am, yes, ma why some places? Everywhere bricks are made of mud. That was the scene earlier, Samir. As the demand for these bricks grew, it was realized that the top fertile layer of the soil is being used to cast the bricks. Then when they are to be baked, it causes a lot of pollution. As you all know, need is the mother of inventions. Even an alternate has been found for the mud bricks. Another shortcoming of these bricks is that they are very heavy. They add unnecessary dead load to the structures. If we are to construct high-rise structures, then we must reduce the unnecessary burden on the structures so that they become safer. But ma'am, hmm? bricks are used for walls. If the walls are not heavy, how living inside will be safe? See, walls are to protect the inmates from outside Ashwarya. If you are given an alternative, which is equally effective, why not use it for sure? Ma'am, what is used in place of the bricks? These days, there are lightweight, big-sized bricks which are made from some waste materials like fly ash. Also, they have found an alternative to the partial replacement of cement. What? Alternative to cement? Yes, alternative to cement. Earlier cement composed of lime and some minerals, but nowadays they are using some alternates to complete the concrete formula and achieve the required strength. Like the fly ash, which is a waste material from the thermal power stations. The ash is processed before it is added to the concrete mixture. It cannot be used without processing, which also makes the cement lighter and more effective. And this is called the blended cement. <laughs> wow, ma'am, that is so interesting. But one more important thing, Chinmay about these concrete structures is that they cause a lot of damage to the environment unless built with proper planning for a long-term usage. And how is that, ma'am? See, when these concrete structures are destroyed to be redeveloped, all the material generated is waste. You know what a waste is? A waste can't be reused. Only the iron bars are sent for recycling and rest of it is just a waste. Even the sweet water that goes into construction is depleted. So we can't bring it back. It is just getting blocked in cement hydration process. Yes, yes ma'am. I have seen it when a building was destroyed recently in our neighborhood. Of course, Anand. And as against this, the steel structures are beneficial. Even when destroyed, the material can be reused. They are easy to build and can be recycled too. So the salvage value of a concrete structure is nil, while that of a steel structure is substantial. Ah, uh, ma'am, I have seen many bridges that are built up of heavy steel. Maybe that's why they are lasting strong, huh? Of course, but the steel structures too have some limitations. 
like the initial capital cost is very high it lacks fire resistance unless insulated and the biggest challenge is to tackle the corrosion but you see when we talk about durability a lot depends on the quality control at site during construction mm-hmm. actually it is a teamwork the architect must give it a proper design first oh ma'am but what's a proper design you see samir a proper design means the plan of a structure should fulfill all the legal provisions it should be in accordance with the local building bylaws and then the structural engineer he must work out structural design complying to prevalent codes of practice code which code ma'am just like other indian standards even the designer has to follow the code defined by the bureau of indian standards then the site engineers must adhere to the strict quality control at site they must all study the drawings given to them and check the construction accordingly and above all the most important responsibility is that of the occupants uh, ma'am you mean the residents yeah uh, but they come to stay when the building is ready uh, so, so what should they do <laughs> rehman the most important part starts after that the maintenance oh yes if a building is maintained properly it surely will last longer ma'am hmm. these days they talk about green buildings what are those and why should we have such green buildings wow that's a good question sinmay now i'll tell you why i told you all to come to the terrace um students for a while look around yourself uh, okay yes ma'am mm-hmm. and i heard what of the girls appreciating the lush green golf course on her right right now oh, that was neha <laughs> yeah, yes but as i said we must also appreciate the concrete jungle as this is catering to the needs of our ever growing population at the same time we must take precautions also green buildings are those buildings chinmay where environment protection is paid some attention to and they are energy efficient but ma'am how can they do it <laughs> anand there are so many ways to do it see we begin with planning the architect must make maximum use of the natural light and ventilation and at least during the day we should be all able to switch off the lights we should not promote those big big boxes of glass that need light and air conditioning 24 by 7 we must think of reducing the carbon footprints and moreover wherever possible students make use of the solar energy it is for free <laughs> in short we should not have a system that blocks the natural light and ventilation yes ma'am i really like the fresh air and bright light during the day i have also seen solar panels on top of many high rise structures these days 
used for water heating and light. Mm. But then, is that all? No, darling. In fact, that's the beginning. We should discourage the use of facade glass as it adds to energy consumption. We should also consider a minimum disturbance to the natural landscapes. Have more of open spaces. And wherever possible, we should plant useful trees instead. Yes, ma'am. The trees and gardens will attract many birds. This will help in achieving a good environment. Yes, Ashwarya. During construction also, alternate materials should be considered. Like the lightweight bricks that we discussed. Yes, ma'am. They provide thermal insulation so that the temperatures can be maintained. Cement can be made with fly ash. But the major problem lies with the sand and the aggregates. Sand is dredged out of rivers, disturbing the ecology on a large scale. These days, they are trying to use the waste generated from the destroyed structures. Uncontrolled querying of natural material like stone, sand, minerals. This is yet another big problem. Yes, ma'am. Even I don't like cut hills. I enjoy trekking. <laughs> Samir, we are facing a problem of water scarcity these days. Recycling of water and rainwater harvesting is the need of the hour. But ma'am, how can we recycle the water? See, water used for washing, bathing, cleaning can be reused for gardening and flushing by collecting and treating it. Rainwater may be collected in underground tanks or recharge pits. And when the building is occupied, the biggest menace is that of the garbage. So, we must segregate the green waste, compost it in the society premises. The compost can be used for gardens and the dry waste can be sent for recycling. But the residents must follow these instructions. Exactly, ma'am. We do this in our society. The manure generated from the compost pits is very fertile. Mm -hmm. We use it for kitchen gardening as well. Oh, good. We got such good crops of tomatoes and even some vegetables. That's very great, Chinmai. You must also teach it to others. Because waste management is a big problem. Oh, yes, ma'am. We also have a zero-garbage society. But the compost is given to the residents. They may use it for their small garden or gift it. Also, vermiculture is quite interesting and useful too. We also have a compost pit. That's good, Sneha. In fact, every building must have a compost pit. The three R's, reduce, reuse and recycle is the mantra for sustainable development. We should follow it even during the construction process. See, we should reduce the use of unnecessary materials. We should promote reuse of certain materials. And yes, we should try to recycle. Uh, Ma'am, what do you mean by unnecessary materials? Look, Sneha. For example, if full glass is used in external cladding for building, it requires extra energy for air conditioning. So, we can use minimum glass 
and allow maximum natural light and ventilation. The steel removed from the destroyed structures, it can be sent for recycling. Thus, even a recycled construction material has a great role to play in the development. We think of big buildings, but we don't think of the materials that have gone into making them. And yes, we need development, but at the same time, it should be a sustainable development. Yes, ma'am. I think we can divert the population to smaller cities, maybe by shifting the businesses such that only one big city does not have to bear the burden of the ever-growing population. Good. But all this requires a thorough planning. Of course, all this requires a thorough planning. In a nutshell, we need development that is sustainable, that can be enjoyed by the citizens and by the environment equally. So, students, how was today's session? It was great, ma'am. Thank you so much. We were really happy with the discussion. And with your selection of the meeting venue. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> and we really got to learn a lot. Yeah. yeah. And do you want more of such outings in future? Yes. 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 Definitely. I shall talk with the principal to arrange for such outings in future. Definitely. Right. Wow. Wow. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Meet you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Life must go on. You were listening to the 46th episode of This Science Serial, produced by All India Radio in collaboration with Vigyan Prasad, titled Sustainable Development and Buildings Construction. Coordinators were Dr. Chandar Mohan and Dr. B.K. Tyagi. Research and script, Kirti Hemant Vadalkar. The episode was directed by Sudarshan Kumar. Presented by Dilip Jha. Recording and mixing, Sharad Sharma. And the participating artists were Nitin Basin, Vaibhav Srivastava, Rakshit Thaplyar, Harshit Sahai, Pragya Jha, Tanvi Khurana, and Mamta Malkani. Hey, listeners! Please stay with us. Here are two questions for you. The lucky winner will get attractive prize from Vigyan Prasad. The first question is, what are the three R's used as mantra for sustainable development? And the second question is, which is the oldest stone structure built by Samrat Ashoka in 3rd BC in India called? You can send in your answers by simple post. Our address is Science Serial Life Must Go On. All India Radio, room number 615. New Broadcasting House, Sunset Mark, New Delhi, 110001. You can also write on our email ID, that is Radio at the rate vigyanprasad.gov.in Please do write your full name along with your age and profession. 
If associated with any science club, then do let us know the membership of your club. If you have any query or question regarding our program, don't hesitate to write in to us. We will be back again with the next episode of this science serial. Life must go on. Same day, same time next week. Till then, goodbye.